Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Talk That Talk. I am the host of this show, Kadisha Malika, and today with me, we got my girl, Sydney. Hey, Sydney. Hi. So, first of all, y'all know when we get together, we come with the mess. Today is a very messy, cringy, twisted love story, <laughs> I guess. Very twisted, very like, what in the world? So, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the rap. Toby, he's a Nigerian-American um, rapper. He's known for his family dynamic and, like, um, his minimalist, you know, look to his videos. You may see him on BET. He, um, he's been viral a few times. And uh, so let's talk about his love story. <laughs> I spent, like, seeing, like, five videos to watch because, you know, it's, like, it's an interesting story. So, we're going to name this episode, Maybe He's Not That Into You. But what were you saying, Sydney? I was going to say, you sent me five videos, and I went down the rabbit hole. And, because I kept seeing it everywhere, and I'm like, what happened? Like, I've seen them, and I'm like, okay, they, they're okay. You know, something always kind of rubbed me. Something was not right to me. But, you know, that's just me. I'm funny acting sometimes. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, like, the video I kept seeing, and people were like, Oh, well, watch this video. You gotta see this. You gotta see this. And I'm like, Okay, let me see it. And I watched the videos, and I'm like, Oh, first of all, y'all, they met in church. <laughs> they met in church, and in the video, it starts off with him like describing how they met, you know, how she was obsessed with him. He kept saying that she was obsessed with me. He kept calling her, um, What's that guy's name, Wantia Tamira? He kept calling her Roger. He kept calling her Roger. And then he was saying things like uh, how he kept telling her, like, I want someone, but I don't want you. He made that very clear about 10 million times in the video. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So from watching the video, Sydney, tell me what you got from the video. If you want to describe what happened more in the video. I mean, so... Okay, <laughs> because there may be someone listening to this podcast that looks at my Instagram story and they're like, but you posted a video where you talked about how much you love them and Did all you? of that. Well, I loved, let me clear. Let me clarify. When I posted the video, I sent you the video that I had saw. So I saw an interaction of, and this is, and this is very specific. I saw an interaction of her describing how she felt about him as a man and as a father okay okay this was not a two-way interaction it, i don't know if you you got a chance to look at the video it wasn't a two-way interaction in the video i saw and the way she described him as how she felt about him as a man and as a father was so beautiful to me Aww. so i reposted it again i know nothing about neither of them at this time just saying how i could feel her emotions through the video mm-hmm and I thought that was just like a beautiful way. The way she describes him, the way she describes him is so beautiful. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's just such an amazing way to describe your your spouse as a parent. Oh. And then he describes and her. He did not. I never saw anything where he described her. No, in the video, in the five part video, he kept like kind of saying like she wasn't and really serving. Then you sent me those videos. <laughs> Now, granted, now those videos are from I think about 2018. Yeah, four years ago. So, yeah. 
at the time they've been married at the time they made the videos they've been married maybe a year two years mm-hmm. at the most um the things that he said like mm-hmm. when he immediately when he, the first thing out of his mouth is i did not like her that hit me like a gut punch yeah <laughs> and he kept saying it i was like okay we get it you don't like her and go ahead and when i found out that they were people of faith mm-hmm. oh gosh because i mean you know i'm i'm very much a person of faith and so that whole it just it just gutted my soul i don't know any any way to describe it besides just it just their dynamic utterly disappointed me as it it came across in that video so if you haven't watched the videos before you listen to this fully go watch the five-part video and then come back i'll try to link them below in the podcast but we'll see if it lets me do that um okay so y'all in the video she's doing his hair they're describing Mm -hmm. their love story She's talking about, you know, how she loves him and this and that. He's cutting her off every second. Mm-hmm. I'm like, sir, let my sis talk. Like, hold on. Like, relax. <laughs> um, yeah. She clearly was very much like, she. it was like love at first sight. She was like, when I first saw him, I just knew he was the one. <sighs> and, okay, y'all. I... Love at first sight. I believe it can happen, but also I think we can let go of this whole "I lay eyes on you" and I just know like you're the one. Like I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the world and how we view love. I don't even know what love is. Love is very complicated. Love's all over the place. It's different for everyone. But you know, this it was very cringy. So um, okay, go ahead. Are we okay? So can okay addressing. <laughs> the whole like she saw him and she laid eyes on him and she knew he was the one um that part mm. girl yeah, I even... go ahead <laughs> i'm on work i'm on record as saying many times that i believe that multiple people can be your soulmate that you know you can have platonic soulmates as well as romantic soulmates in this big world we live in um, I have met people and instantly clicked with them on a creative level, instantly clicked with them, you know, and on a friendship level. Like you can meet people and instantly click with them. And I'm gonna say something that that we say in the church world that maybe when she met him, he was just he was the one, but not in the way she was trying to make him be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because if you look at the work they do creatively, oh yeah, yeah. they are amazing. Yeah, that's what he said. And then also Ed mentioned how basically he needed her. Like, he had like a... I mean, he was doing whatever he was doing, but without her, I don't think he would have been as far as he is now. She told him he needed her, but he said that he did not. And look at them now. He definitely needed her. (laughs) She, She told him he needed her, but he didn't feel that way. And as for them to be Bible believing people, yeah, I'm very disappointed in her. Really? Why? Because 
someone and and let me re, and let me clarify someone who wherever she was taught the bible at they did not teach her they didn't clarify their teachings to her mm. and and my and my thought in that is because um her behavior okay towards him if if she is so biblically sounded um her behavior her you know behavior towards him like girl this man has told you he doesn't want you multiple times <laughs> multiple times okay is not built on love i get it you know you have to go to love someone some are built on business um or whatever. But do you think that he settled for her? I think she I think she is the the last player left standing. Mm, he did say that. Okay. I think that that's what happened. That's what he was saying. And and the reason why is because He, he, his whole thing was someone had to tell him as it gets towards the end of the videos he says someone has to t- had to tell him like dude she's you are dragging her through the mud and she's still here Ooh. and I hate that ladies you don't have to go through hell and back for a man to know that he's the one for you let's stop that right there. And see, and this is why I um I was saying that somebody whoever taught her biblically taught her incorrectly because and you know how people always are talking about Adam and Eve, which for those of us that are biblically minded, that's supposed to be our our diagram, right? Mm-hmm. So Adam, when he even he, when he sees Eve, he he doesn't debase her, he doesn't drag her through the mud, he doesn't make her prove herself to him. She ne- all he had to do was look at her. And he's like, oh, this is my everything. This woman is, this is a part of me. This is what was made for me. So mm-hmm. in my mind frame, if a man can verbally debase you, he was not the man that was created for you. Mm. Now, she was saying how he would take like, he would be off for her and then he'll take like six months breaks and do whatever he wanted to do, which was that- probably, you know, hoeing around or whatnot. Um, he, well, he said he told he even says the day the night he realized she was the one, he was in a place where he had options. Mm. What is that? He also said that he had options, she was the option, but it wasn't his main option. And but you know what? He never clarified for me when I was listening, and I don't know if I missed it. Um, please let me know if you heard this part. Mm-hmm. Why wasn't she? Why didn't he like her? He's just like, I didn't like you. He did, he did uh say that he wasn't really attracted to her. Attracted to her. Oh, he kept mentioning was... her hair, her clothes, and stuff like that. Yeah, but you know, like for to me, to me, that's not a like I needed a he never gave like a I didn't like her person. You know, he did say like when, once he did throw her a bone and they, you know, fake dated for a little while. Um, she was too clingy, but I was like, well, what was your true? He didn't give an adult reason. Let me clarify. I think he may have he, the reasons he were get, he gave were very childish and immature. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, well, I just didn't feel like she matched my, you know, 
dreams or she matched my goals or I didn't feel like she was someone I could deal with or you know it was nothing like that yeah but you know as we get older we, our mindset kind of changes and I'm not putting this like saying he's right because I think he, this whole thing is crazy but I do know that as we get older our mindset changes you know as we're younger we kind of look at looks it's our main focus it's like oh well she looks good let me let this is you know let me go after her and your mind isn't like, oh, can this person raise my kids? Can this person do this? Can this person do that? It's only based on the outer appearance. But he consistently says, oh, I knew I wanted a wife. I, and I also knew I didn't want you to be my wife. Yeah. He did. He was very, y'all, he kept saying that. He was just like, I, it was not you. And I was like, oh. So it makes me wonder, is she even what he wants to I'm like, did you grow so. comfortable with her? It's just like, oh, she's just she was just there. You wanted to get married. I don't, and, and that's another thing about the religious aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of young religious people tend to rush into marriage for the physical gratification of it, and not, and so that like you'll be deemed as okay in the in the traditional tight church world like you'll you're deemed as okay you know if you're a married woman uh women in the environment in the church environment no longer see you as a threat um you know if you're a married man you know you don't have to worry about any kind of rumors or any kind of things getting out and sullying your reputation like you're deemed as passable now and a lot of young people rush into to physically gratifying situations trying to you know get that that label of being okay in the christian world especially like you know he was a minister and all these different things Uh, you know they're like you're you're 22 you haven't done you've done zero stuff work on yourself but now you want to get married you want to join your life to somebody for the rest of your life also he thought he had it all figured out he was like, I'm chasing my purpose. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. He, his ego, he got a very big ego, y'all. He's one of those, he mm-hmm. feels like he's an alpha man. Like, what he says goes, like, he's just very, like, assertive. Nothing wrong with that. But the way he came off towards her, I did not like it. Now, what she likes, I feel like she puts up with him because, you know, oh, he, I want him. You know, she finally got what she wanted. So, I'll do whatever he says. I'll whatever I have to do to keep this man happy. She's very submissive, clearly. I wish she had talked more about her past relationships because I would like to know what got her in the mind frame she was in. You know, a lot of times, a lot of times she would mention like, "I don't want to get my heart broken again. I don't want to get my heart broken again." And and he very much seems like one of those types of men that you can't talk about past relationships around. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. But I would have liked to hear her talk about, you know, what have been her experiences before she met him and fell in love at Hello. You know, what what had she dealt with prior to that? She reminds me a lot of Queen Naja, though. Her and his dynamic she? reminds me a lot of Queen Naja and Clarence. A lot. Ooh, okay, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If okay, anybody's familiar with them. Queen Naja and Clarence, I still feel like y'all, that that was just something I just felt like it was, oh, because I don't want to make it look like I rushed into this. I'm going to stay with him. That's how I feel about that. I don't even think they're really meant for each other. I don't even 
think the whole thing is crazy. The whole story is out of this world also. But yeah, if you haven't seen the whole Queen Naja and Clarence thingy, go to YouTube. But it's their dynamic and the way he the way they speak, like the way both men speak, the way both men talk about how what they thought of them when they first met them, mm-hmm. the way they speak of them now, the way they speak of the women in relation to the lives that they have that they're currently living, mm-hmm. it all sounds very much the same. I think Toby's a little bit more of a go-getter than Clarence, pre- Clarence presents himself to be, but outside of that, it's very similar in like both of the women are very, very, you know, face-based women. Where you know both these women were very attracted to the man first. The man was completely unattracted and had no problem voicing it. Mm, yeah. And then the man that t- kind of formed the woman into what he deemed appropriate and attractive to him. Yeah, I do believe that. Especially with the whole Clarence and Queen thing, I kind of do believe that he molded her into what he wanted her to be. Um, I also believe in a sense that he used her. I will say that. I feel like he really used her because she was, you know, after the whole her and uh, Chris thing, she was really like known. She was out there and he kind of used her, not just for her clout, but for everything else. That's how I feel about that. That's just me. Mm -hmm. I don't know how their life is. You know, things change. People change. Well, see, but... And one thing I'm coming from with that is like when, when people were watching queen like um clarence has made no secret he hated he did not like the way queen looked um and he went through this process of changing the way she dressed and the way she appeared to the public and one of the main things that toby was saying one of the few things i understood him to say when he was talking about that is when he met her he didn't like the way she looked he didn't like the way she dressed he made no secret about his disdain for both of these things and then you, if you look at fat attire now, it's morphed into a female version of Toby. And he even went as far, when I watched their wedding video, to talk about how he designed her wedding dress. Like, yeah, continent. <laughs> <laughs> he even, I think her name is like Martika. They said he kind of changed her stage name also to fat from Martika to fat, which I wonder what made him which is crazy to me, but... Well, her saying. Instagram name is Toby Calls Me Fat, so that tells you already. Uh-huh. <laughs> what, girl? Okay. Um, yeah. So it's kind of giving, like, the whole... To me, the more I think about it, it's kind of giving, like, Kanye, the Kanye thing. I don't know if you guys remember when um, Kanye kind of went in and changed Kim's whole everything. hmm I mean, he literally made her into what he wanted, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's actually really giving that also. But the difference is that Kanye felt that Kim was already something. Like, I've never, and maybe he, you know, behind closed doors, you never you never know what someone is doing. But yeah. in regards to Kim's appearance and who Kim was, he never publicly was like, oh, I hated Kim when I first saw her, and I thought she was just the ugliest thing in the world, and da 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 You know, mm-hmm. he never said that. He always was like, oh, you're good, and you're on a level, but I can make you better. Whereas these men are like, oh, I hated you and I hated what you wore and I didn't like, you know, like. Yeah. yeah. So these women kind of morphed themselves to being what these men wanted. And it makes me wonder, like, 
what did you change yourself that you really hate? You know what I'm saying? Like, after doing all that changing, do you feel better? Changing for him, do you feel better about yourself? Or, that, like, did it, he kind of, in a sense, did she settle for him? Or did she kind of want a man so bad where she was like, I'm going to take him because he has something or maybe qualities in a man who she used to once um, be with or something like that. And <laughs> what? Because, and then that kind of goes back to the religious thing. Like, that all depends on how traditionally minded, and I, don't, I hate the word brainwashed, but no, brainwashed, brainwashed that she is regarding, like, this is my husband and whatever, whatever, because if she's so far gone to a certain point, she'll be like Derek Jackson's wife. And, you know, there is no, she'll, there's no part of me that even exists anymore now that I'm with this man. You know what I mean? Mm. And she'll never find her true self or she'll never, you know, if again, and we're not in these people's houses, if, mm-hmm. you know, she does realize or feel that something is wrong with the way, you know, he treated her in the beginning, you know, if she is, and again, I hate brainwashed, but if she is religiously brainwashed to the point where, you know, she sees nothing wrong with what he's done because he's the man, you know. Yeah. People love using the Bible against against women especially. It's always like, oh, well, submit to your husband or, or are you supposed to do this or do that? First of all, that's why I think people have kind of switched over from not being too religious to being like more spiritual because the way religion is kind of preached to us, it can kind of derail what you got going on. And a lot of it comes from the lack of reading of for yourself and gaining your own knowledge. Like if you sit down and read on your own mm-hmm. and, and interpret for yourself as it relates to you and your life and what you're going through, you wouldn't even get those you and no one could tell you something crazy. Like there's no man, not a man in this world. And I think Kofi Cerebo is the finest man ever. But he can't. There's not a man in this world that could come and tell me that he could. He's supposed to, you know, be able to say whatever he wants to to me. That my thoughts and opinions are dismissive, are to be dismissed. You can't do that because I've read. I've read. I've read and gained knowledge. For myself mm-hmm. um but if you are a person who has just kind of sat and listened or let someone the patriarchy tell you <laughs> what is in those pages or on that app that you have then of course you'll be easily swayed to whatever yeah you know you're just or you're just a woman that's going by what you've seen growing up you know and you came out of a not so good household, then of course you're gonna go along with whatever. Anybody can tell you anything. It's also it's- kind of given where they say, ladies, when you find a man, make sure that he loves you more than you love him. Yes. Be- and I definitely, as I get older, I definitely understand that more. Ladies, first of all, I get wanting to, I get pursuing a man. There's nothing wrong with that. If you wanna do that, do that. But make sure the man that you're pursuing is worth pursuing, okay? And also make sure that he he's somebody who you can, like, 
who kind of find you attractive in a sense. Okay? I'm going to be chasing But I just... Girl. I think when somebody speaks to you, you should listen to them. And I think that was the, the big thing that I gathered from this whole... The, all these videos is that when someone speaks to you and they tell you how they feel about you or they what they think about you, you listen. listen. Mm, yeah, that's you know, true. And, I, and I'm not saying like be short-sighted. Definitely if it's someone that you have built a bond with or a relationship with or something like that, de- get, definitely give them an opportunity to explain themselves. You know, you know, because people people do misspeak and things of that nature. I'm not discounting, you know, human error, but when someone tells you, you know, I don't like you, I don't find you attractive, yeah, we're going out to this, we're going to this um event and you're coming with me, but I don't like you like that. And don't get it, don't get it in your head that I do. Ugh, I hate it when he said that. I was like, wait, what? You know, when someone tells you those things, I am just foolish enough to believe that they mean them because they are taking explicit care to make sure that I understand that I am not the one. And also, we're not in their home, you guys. So we don't know. We don't. We don't know much, but what we see. But um, Dagger had something on the tip of my tongue. What was I saying? Everyone loves different. Mm-hmm. But we don't know. Some people are, they're in love. Some people grow up to love the person. It's different for everyone. But the way this was presented, it was like really cringy. Like maybe like sis, he kept telling, he kept showing you you weren't the one. So as women, are we like? Accepting the bare minimum. Yes, some women are. I feel I like. Say, oh, go ahead. I'll say this. Um, this is something I told one of my friends not long, not too long ago. I just wish women would approach relationships with the same confidence and the same um belief system about ourselves as men do. Mm. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Um, women, we approach relationships with a different mentality than men we approach relationships immediately willing to compromise um you know immediately you know willing to like bend a few rules whereas men have completely low tolerance and don't oh you know they they approach relationships like they're the prize like they have amazing (laughs) self-worth and also stop approaching relationships with like he's the one immediately it's always like, oh, he's the one. I'm going to make him the one. Ladies, we need to learn how to date. And we need to learn how to ha- keep options open. And dating means dating multiple people. Not just having this one person, oh, he's my one. I'm going to, like, stick to him no matter what he puts me through. No, no, no. No, no, no. Date until you find what you actually want. And do not <laughs> accept the bare minimum. Okay. Because a man says what you're doing every morning or something like that. It's like, oh, he loves you. He's telling me good morning. But yeah, he's still doing nothing to prove himself to you. Make these men prove themselves to you. Yeah. Okay, apply pressure. And what I already said, That's what men are said. not applying pressure nowadays. Because we're not approaching the situation requiring pressure. Are we requiring? We're not requiring pressure. And I hate that. We're not requiring pressure. We're accepting the bare minimum. Whereas a man will a man will look like a good year blimp (sighs) and will say that he does not want an out of shape woman and if you get out of shape 
he doesn't want to be with you anymore. Girl. And that would be his standard. Whereas a woman will say, I don't want a man that smokes and will say, well, if he smokes weed, it's okay. You know, like we'll break that compromise in, whereas a man will not. Eartha and and the woman will have asthma. Like it'll be a health condition for her. And she'll still be like, well, I guess. No. Listen to Eartha Kid, y'all. We are not compromising. We're not doing that no more. Okay? We need to up our standards because this is getting ridiculous. We're putting over any everything just because we want love so bad. And it kind of stems from childhood traumas. If you think about it, what do we deal with in our in our childhood or in our past that makes us put up with any everything now? Mm-hmm. I think, his, I think mm-hmm. We gotta stop. We gotta stop, y'all. Dig deep. Be, you know what? Be single. What's wrong with being single? Be single and fig- find out. Figure out what, why are we putting up with just anything? These men don't invite you on dates no more. They want to go to their house. They want to have sex. It's like, oh, we just met. Let's just go to the room and do this. They're not doing anything special. But, but again, in the culture where it's not required, because no, we're required think, now. No, no, no. Let me explain where I'm, where I'm going with this. Men are requiring for you to either have sex or move or move on. Women are not requiring you to for a man to either, you know, you have to take me on a, on a date, get to know me before I give you sex. You get you you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they are very firm in what they want, their beliefs, their deal breakers, what they don't want, in in what their requirements are. Women, we're like, well, I'm going to go over here and whatever he says, I'm just going to function within whatever I need to function within to be approved. It's like we're always... Because if I don't, then oh. someone else will. I think this... it's not... I, think, I don't think it's so much as wanting approval as being afraid of the fear of being replaced. Or the fear of being alone. Are women afraid to be alone because of how society makes it put? Think about it. People say, well, if you're not married with kids or this net by 40, then what's wrong with you? We as women get asked, what's wrong with us because maybe we don't want kids or maybe we don't have this person. People will ask you what's wrong with you for period. You don't have to be 40. I I remember being like, I remember, I remember, I think I was maybe 23. And the area I, I was living in at the time, there was just no, what I deemed valuable candidates, valuable dating candidates. There were none. So I made the choice to not date. Mm-hmm. I was working in a, in a place and the rumor was started that I was gay because, because I was making the choice not to date. I had to be, uh, accusations were made on my sexuality. Mm. That's what, like, the women, and this was an environment of nothing but women. That was what they came up with. Because the first question was, are you dating? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm definitely making the choice not to date because I have this going for myself and none of the men in this area have that going for themselves. And they were like, well, you're going to have to settle for something. And I was like, no, I choose to not. That was, this, this is the conversation I had with an adult woman. This, I mean, we're, we're both adults here, but this woman is way older than me. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, you're going to have to settle for something. And I was like, no, I don't. I don't have to settle for things. And she was like, well, what's wrong with you? Mm. Right? And I'm like, nothing's wrong with me. You know, this is the conversation we're having. And then it got back to me at a later date and she was spreading the rumor that 
I, that my sexual my sexuality was being called into question because I was choosing to not date what was available in the area that I was living in. You know what's crazy? When I moved to Atlanta, when I first moved there, mm-hmm. I had a guy, well, not first moved there, but I had a guy ask me, he said, oh, you're 25, you got all this stuff going for yourself, you don't have no man or kids, what's wrong with you? And I was like, huh? Something gotta be what wrong because I don't have a man or kids? Y'all, we can talk again after that because we're not doing that. <laughs> like, so what's wrong with you? Like, and I, what? And I just want to clarify with my story for the listeners that se- an attack, uh, that sexuality is not an attack. Someone saying anything about my sexuality, it, it was the accusation of it being something like it was some kind of, you know, that was wrong. Not if I had been a lesbian, so what? Who cares? But, yeah. you know, it was just like the fact that a person tried to weaponize my sexuality mm-hmm. they they tried to weaponize it it wasn't the that was not the part the part it was the weaponization of it i did want to clarify that but um yeah what's wrong with you that's the thing that's the thing amongst uh, it's a thing and i would say it was um, it's among black culture but it's not just black culture it's all across the board yeah it is I think that women are expected to be married by a certain time and you're expected to, you know, have a family by a certain time. And if you don't, what's wrong with you? Um, If you choose to date with intention as far as, you know, no, I don't want to be connected to someone who is not on my level mentally, um, then you're or financially or emotionally, you know, I'm you're wrong, you know. And the crazy thing, especially, is when you're when you tell someone that you're requiring emotional depth from a man, mm-hmm. and they tell you that that's an a wrong expectation. You shouldn't expect that much. Oof. Have you ever interacted with someone and they told you that? No, but that's just <laughs> like you're like I would like to date someone who has dealt with this childhood trauma. Like, yes, I don't, we need to deal with that, men and women. It's, y'all, this whole little conversation is crazy, but it needs to be had because women are settling for any and everything. Not, let me not say, because we're doing better, y'all, okay? We're doing a lot better. We're really stepping up. I said a little bit, oh, very little. <laughs> but um, we gotta, we gotta do better with the man we pick because and stop settling. I get it. Everyone loves mm-hmm. different. Um, you have to learn to love each other or learn their love language. I get that. I understand it. But love, it shouldn't hurt. It's going to have some hurting moments, but it like it shouldn't like just drain you physically, emotionally. You know, it shouldn't be something that just love is beautiful. You guys, love is a beautiful thing. I'm all here for it. But we got to do better with accepting certain things from the man. A man said he don't want you, believe him the first time. And move on. As I said, as I said in the beginning, if a man can verbalize anything to cause harm to you psychologically, he is not the one he was not created for you. That's mm-hmm. not your that's not your soulmate. No, it's not. He's not just playing and, and here's the thing. I think a lot of meme culture and Twitter culture has normalized verbal abuse or rough verbal language as being okay and being cool and you know building a friendship and having a rapport 
with you know your your significant other you know like it's okay if he you know is calling you big head and you know saying you ugly and different things like that Mm, no it's not (laughs) but also um people will say well men chase women all the time let's stop right there (laughs) (laughs) men if a woman tells she don't want you the first time believe her She's not lying. I don't know how many men I've encountered who like try to make me like them. They try, they like, oh, well, I can do this, I can do that. And I'm like, you're not going to make me like you. I don't like you. I don't care what you've done, what you're going to do. It won't change how I feel about you. It's not. That's true. That is very valid. It should go both ways. It definitely should. Like, I, yeah, I, I have. I have met a few doozies of I no I no thank you, like I don't know, and they're like, but why no thank you, right? Like why? Because I said so. Because my intuition is telling me you're not the one. It's telling <laughs> me run far away. It's giving me It's giving me bad vibes. Something's yeah. not right with you. Listen yeah. to your good. Listen to your good. Yeah, that's now that's a that's a truth. A truth bomb. I definitely have interacted with men. I yeah, I've had men to say. I think with the Me Too though, I think that's lacking up with the Me Too movement. I've had men that that tried to make me like them. I've had men who you know they're like, oh you know, you know I don't like I don't like you. You just you just playing. No, I'm definitely not playing. Right. I joke a lot, but I don't say if a, if someone says they don't like you, that's what it means. Mm-hmm. So it's the Toby thing because you know they say that men, uh, women marry who they want, and men marry who's there when they're ready to get married. Have you ever heard that? Um, I've never heard that, but or I've definitely heard something in that. I've heard term. it. I've, I haven't heard it put. No, no, no. I haven't heard it put that way. You know, I'm I'm real, real southern, so I've heard it put like. Well, she she held on to the end or something like that, like you know. So it's the same thing. It's just said differently, you know. So do you Whoever. think? Do you think he settled for her, or do you think that he kind of maybe it's not he has love for her, but he's not in love. He just got comfortable with being with her because she was just there. I think he realized. I think he realized that it's better to be in love with some to be married to somebody that loves you more than you love them. Than the other way around. You know what I mean? I think she held on to the end, as they say, or like you said, you know, the person who, you know, when he was ready, he married who was ready to marry him. Um, And I think that he he recognized it would be beneficial to be with somebody who cares more about you than you care about them. In 2022, we're going to up these standards, okay? And you're not going to lower them for nobody. If you want flowers and the man ain't bringing you flowers, let him go. If you want a good morning text, you're not getting that from him, let him go. We're not doing this no more because it's ridiculous. Like, we're up our standards. We're not compromising. We're loving ourselves more. And we're not settling. And that's just that on that. <laughs> so what what do you think about the fact that this is something that's coming back to bite them? You know, like they in their quest of being transparent and sharing with us, 
uh what over four or five years ago you know it's now come back to to play a factor i and, do no no i was no go ahead i do hate how people pull up things from your past use against you like i said they were probably they were way younger then and mm-hmm. as you get older your mindset changes completely okay mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. probably didn't like her then, but he probably in love with her now. Or maybe not. I don't know. But I just hate how we pull up people's past. Like, leave that in the past. Like, we're changed. We're married. Like, we're on a whole different flow. Like, how I was at 17 is not how I am now as almost a 30-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not. So, I do believe we have to stop digging people's past. Like, leave the past in the past. Things changed. People changed. Our mindsets changed. He could probably be so in love with her now. Love changes over time. I was thinking the same thing, you know, that we were judging them off of a video from in the, the beginning of their marriage. And if you've met any truly married people, mm-hmm. um, you know, and when I say truly married, I mean people with some skin in the game, you know, they will tell you that the way they were, especially in the first five years of their marriage mm-hmm. and the things that they went through together and what transpired is definitely makes them not the same two people in the the next 10 five and then five after that and so forth definitely um you know because i've heard someone who was married say that marriage license should you should have to renew them yeah (laughs) that's smart though that's very smart turn them in you know go through some kind of counseling session to evaluate if you want to keep them for the next 10 or five years or whatever um so yeah I was thinking that part and then also I noticed something and I don't know if you saw this but they had a very big grand like proposal video and that's a trend and I talked to a a older woman one day about this and what do you think about proposal videos because I have a thought about them okay so So anything that's over the top and for people to see like the world to see I don't like Mm -hmm. like it should just be me and you it should be very intimate I just don't like people put things on front street because it's like, mm-hmm. is it for me or for them? Mm-hmm. So that's how I feel about it. I didn't see. I was going to watch it, but I stopped. I was like, okay, let me just go downstairs and get ready to record. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't like stuff like that. Even when Kanye did it to Kim. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's bring this up. So mm-hmm. Kim said that she, he always did the big things for her, but mm-hmm. never the small things. Mm-hmm. And it kind of brings kind of makes sense in this whole thing like okay so you can do all these big mm-hmm. uh grand events for people to see you're doing for me but what is like really happening behind closed doors mm-hmm. it's so crazy that Kanye was exactly was immediately who you brought up because that was what I was going to say for me I think that it's a narcissist type behavior mm-hmm. to do to propose to me like this because you're not doing it for me. You're doing it so people can see what you did for me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Oof. people who do that, and, and for you to pick Kanye, like, and I was definitely going to call it like a narcissist behavior. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, like, I, I definitely agree with you with that, um, that it is, you're, you're not doing it for, you're not doing it for me. You're doing it so people can see what you did for me. And he's always doing these grand moments. Even at, like, the concert thing they had, I don't know who it was. It was, like, free somebody. Mm-hmm. Whoever that man was, he was like, oh, I want Kim. 
And everybody's like, oh, me, social media is like, oh, well, can't go get your man, this and that. Like, no. Mm-hmm. He's doing that for y'all. Not for her. Like, she's, I'm glad she's not going back to him. I'm glad she's over. She's like, I want to be single from him. I'm letting him go. Like, this is the work mm-hmm. he's going through. And I'm proud of her for that. Like, let that man go. He's not good for you, your soul. Like, he's not doing the small things. Mm-hmm. Or what really matters. Learn her love language. Maybe she don't like that, Kanye. Learn your partner's love language. That's very important. But yeah. It's not about, but it's not. Uh, and, and I think a lot of relationships have become performative. Like, it's not about us anymore. Or, you know, it's about the social media of it all and the people of it all and what mm-hmm. people think. Because I feel like personally when I was watching the videos getting back to our topic with Fat and Toby, I'm like, you know, y'all could have just kept this to yourself. Mm. Because, you know, you know, y'all knew it was parts of y'all story that wasn't great. He knew that when he when he proposed to her, that's why he had to go and talk to her mom and yeah, you know, do all that stuff because he knew y'all. You knew there were parts in y'all relationship that wasn't great. But nobody's and, story is nobody's story is perfect. We will say that nobody's story is, is love all the time. You know, perfect, things. Go ahead. Keep keep me out of it. Mm, yeah. You know, like when you meet older couples, I've met plenty of older married couples, and they have things in their past that's not too good what they do is if they want to be transparent they be transparent in a one-on-one situation with another couple that they trying to help get better but they don't put it on the internet for me as the people to weigh in on <laughs> that true leave social media out your business that's the thing that, that part. part leave it out of your business because then it's like you it's between you the person and social media and you don't want that it should be a private affair mm-hmm so, yeah, that's how that's going. So, to conclude this whole podcast, y'all, <laughs> first of all, we're not selling in 2020 for nothing. And also, what we should know is that love changes. Love changes every day. You change every day. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you just have to adapt. If it's for you, it's for you. The person's for you, for you. If they're not, you just change the person. That, no, that part. Nothing. Go ahead. If it's not for if if it's not for you, change the person. Change change the person. Don't change anything about you unless you want to. Okay. Change the person. Exactly. Change the person. Like don't have nobody out here have you dressing looking like a clown. Not a clown. Appropriate. (laughs) But y'all get the point. That is the end of today's podcast. You know me and Cindy always have a ball together. <laughs> so where can they find you, girl? Um, books by Sydney across all social media platforms. All one word. All right. Well, I'll see you guys next episode. Thank you so much, Sydney. And Thank we're you. out. Bye, y'all. Bye.